Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before anyone steps foot on the boat, we put them into a sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round until we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide who steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. Well, we'll also be using the knowledge of our guest expert here, Bailey Murphy. Hello. This is my favorite topic to discuss. Cody, what are we talking about today? <laughs> we are talking about the best drink. You know, I'm not talking beer versus wine. Go, we'll deal with that. Actually, that's probably gonna be in the future. We will get to that. But right now we're talking about the best drink spiritually. Is it happy hour? Is it a pregame? What are we out here doing? Yeah, that that first, if you're in a situation and, and alcohol will be involved, what is that great just first drink, that first drink you're going to have in that moment. It's like, how, the, yeah, the drinking activity. Yeah. How hard does it hit? Yeah. And that's what we're here to discuss. So we have here in group B, we have the four seed happy hour going up against the 13 seed, the pregame drink. Then we have the five seed first drink on vacation going up against the 12 seed shower beer. Uh, we will give our guest of honor. Which one do you want to talk about first? Let's do happy hour and pregame because I am so excited to talk about first drink on vacation and I kind of want it to be like the dessert. You want to say, yeah, savor it, savor (laughs) it. That's fair. Yeah. So, I mean, happy hour obviously is going to be that drink. You know, you just got off work, you know, maybe you're meeting up with either friends or coworkers and it's that first, like, finally the day is done. We've worked hard. We have, we're going to have this drink pregame drink. I think to me, some of these will have very specific drinks. Others won't to me, a pregame drink. I'm thinking about like, sure, you could drink whatever, but truly pregame drink to me is either shots or it's like you maybe you're showing up a little late and now your friend poured you something and they're like, hey, just drink that. And you take that first sip like that is all vodka. (laughs) And they're like, I know you're behind. Let's go. (laughs) What's with the? Okay, I catching up the concept of catching up. When did that start and who allowed it? Oh, you want to know the first time I ever heard it It is in the movie Animal House. Oh, okay. First of all. That movie does not hold up in my opinion. <laughs> but there's a scene where they're having a party and one of the characters, I don't really remember any of their names, but there was a guy who met this girl earlier in the day and he invited her to this party. She shows up, he hands, she takes a glass of punch or whatever they were drinking. She chugs it, hands it back, hands it back to him. And she says, I'm late. I got to catch up. And what's funny is that the concept of catching up is actually not super safe. It's also just not how your body works. Like your body doesn't like, Oh, it's not a race where like if everyone (laughs) else is four beers out ahead of you and then you quickly get to four beers, they had those four beers over the last two hours. Exactly. So you putting four beers in, in this 30 minute time period is not going, you are not going to be at the same spot as your friends. No, you're going to quickly yeah. pass them. You are going to very quickly <laughs> pass them. Yes. Like you will be hugging porcelain. Yeah. It's a guarantee. I think the tr- my favorite pregame drink though is definitely a shot and a beer, right? You got to get a beer. You take a shot with your homies and then yeah. you just have a beer to let it kick in and then you go out. I mean, I'm a huge fan of a beer and a bump. I love, I, I love having like a solid beer and, and, and a, and a shot of whiskey. I've, I've always loved that. Um, it's something that I've, I don't drink beer as much as I used to because, um, unless it's, uh, a beer that it like, unless we're casually hanging out mm-hmm. and we're just like, you know, kind of sipping on beer. Like or, the only thing I order when you and I go out is beers for both of us. Yeah. But then, but then, yeah, when you and I hang out, it's like, yeah, I'm in a beer mood. I'm, I'm always yeah. in a beer mood when we hang out, especially when we go bowling. Like you, I'm not going to order wine when we go bowling. <laughs> I don't even know if they have, that would be, <laughs> that'd be so weird. Go, uh, hey, could I, what is the house red here? Yeah, can I have a glass of the what house red your, yeah. while I throw this 10 pound ball down a yeah. fucking 
waxy floor. If you order wine at a bowling alley, the best option you're going to get is they're going to go into the manager's office and the manager's going to have to like pull a half drank bottle out of their like their desk and be like, oh, yeah. I, I guess I have some. Or they'll oh. be like, we have grape juice and vodka. Yeah. How close <laughs> is that? Any would that will that get you there? Is that what you're looking for? Or it's one of those bars where you you watch them pour it from a box that you have back at your house. Yeah, I love that when they literally <laughs> pull up a black. Yeah, they just pull out the actual black box and they're just yeah. like, mm. yep. And it's not you're like, oh, maybe that's like a special restaurant one. You're it's like, not. no, that is the that is the one that is at my and house. And they're charging wow. you nine dollars for your yeah. glass when you spent twenty bucks on the whole box. I'm like, you yep. went through no effort. I you didn't. You didn't. I didn't see you uncork anything. Yep. I didn't see you. Um. Okay. So I have a couple things here because pregame also I think can correlate with tailgating. Sure. Right. Um, yeah. You're like, you're, yeah. you're maybe, yeah, you're out before you're about to go to the yeah. big football game. Yeah. But even, so I have, I have a lot of friends who are younger than me and they like to pregame. They, they'll still use the term pregaming, which I mean, we still use that too, Sure. but they'll use the term pregaming. And we, before we go to both big events and small events, like even if we're just gathering together to go out to lush or go out to a bar together, we still will hang out and have some drinks beforehand. And it's still referred to as pregaming and it's still very enjoyable mm -hmm. because it's Especially when uh, my friends Meg and Dan have us over for pregaming, they'll invite people to pregame with us that I haven't had a chance to meet before who maybe can't come to the event sure. with us or the bar with us, but they'll still hang out. And even if they're not drinking alcohol, they'll still hang out with us and, and socialize and stuff. And they'll, you know, we'll, we'll watch funny videos or we'll listen to music that I've never listened to before. So I honestly feel like pregaming has the same, like, feel that it had when we were you know younger in college mm -hmm. but it feels a little more intentional now and it feels more like an actual social event in and of itself that you can participate in and then if you can't go out you can you can go home or whatever you are doing afterwards but pregame drink for me I don't feel like has that much has much of an effect I think the event is the thing that I care about but then happy hour happy hour can be dangerous because <laughs> happy hour because this is the other thing. A lot of bars will have happy hour. Lush has happy hour all day on some days. And what is there? Are they still three for ones? Thursdays are three for ones. You get three drinks for the price of one. And also, I don't know how that's a, I don't know how that's an operating business so model, but it is it is <laughs> wild because they give you or at least back. It's been a minute since I went to Lush when yeah. they re when they yeah. knew, under new ownership. But back in the day, they would just hand you like two little like game tokens, yep. essentially. And then you just like you'd kind of forget like you just then like days later, you'd be putting on your pants and like find like little like to little game tokens from Lush. And you're like, oh, I got to go back. Yeah. So what they do now is you'll order a drink. They'll p give you a token and that's assigned to the bartenders that you've had one. Oh, okay. And so, but now they also offer you, if you want to, if you've had one and you want to have a second one, they'll just give you a double. Yeah. So oh. Yeah. But um. But also, when you are when you frequent an establishment, your friend works there. You get to know all the bartenders. It doesn't matter if it's three for ones or you order one drink. They're they're throwing alcohol into your drink. Yeah. The thing is with happy hour is that it's also including like food. Mm, so I'm a yeah. Fan of all happy hour deals for the most part because there's always something outside of just alcohol that gets thrown in. So you can sure have yeah. a snack. You can and you can do happy hour for any wide variety of reasons. But happy hour is so dangerous for me. Yeah. It's like one of those things like that like accidental happy hour too. When you show yeah. up at a place and you're like, oh, I'm just gonna have a beer and wait, or you're waiting for something to happen or like a friend to get off work. And then you get there like, well, it's happy hour. So it's two for ones. we got half price apps. And you're like, well, this is what we're doing. Yeah, like, this, is, <laughs> this now. has become me. Yes. Yeah. This is who I am right now. Yes. Yeah, it it definitely, if that, and I, I, I wonder how much does it correlate with like, I wonder, I feel like the research needs to be done where it's like, if you had a, if, if work was just shit that day yeah, and you go to happy hour, 
are you more likely to stay there longer right. than if you had just a great day at work, right. everything went your way, and then you go, are you, which one of those people is more likely to stay at the bar long, like just yeah. be like that one beer just was like, oh no, we're gonna, yep. we're gonna keep this rolling. I need yeah. this right I now. I completely, if I, I completely transform at a happy hour. If I sit at the bar and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'll take a, I'll take an ax man. They're like, oh, it's happy hour. So it's two for one. It's like, oh, never mind. I'll take a double tall rum and Coke <laughs> with a lime, please. Also, I want the biggest pretzel. It's happy. Oh, I, I want the too. biggest yeah, pretzel. I want the biggest pretzel and also take some wings. <laughs> It's yeah. like, I thought you just wanted a beer. Oh, no, it's happy hour. I'm a different person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your initial just like, oh, I'm just kind of like a nice little simple thing becomes, oh, no, I'm now a monster yeah. here. And I'm gonna <laughs> eat, I want everything that's on your half. Yeah. Some people have superpowers. I transform into happy hour, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also. So one thing that though that I will say is that so Liquor Lyles used to have unbelievable happy hours. They were more known for having happy hour. It was basically happy hour all the time. Yeah. If you were there and it wasn't happy hour. You were there at a weird time. It's like one bad hour though. Yeah. No, no, no. Hey, yeah. fr from seven to eight, we actually yeah. get charged full price. Yeah. But it was, it was so funny because, and they have specials every single day. And there would be, you know, we'd, we'd be at the Phoenix for rehearsal or something. And we'd always go to Liquor Lyle's afterwards. And you could get a drink and a, and a burger for five bucks. Oh, the days. And and the thing is, is that I feel like happy In hour. this economy? Yeah, <laughs> not, yeah no, that's why. Oh, no, that's this why, was years no, ago. And they, and they did <laughs> shut down. R.I.P. to R.I.P. So maybe this was someone who was doing it for, they were running a bar for the love of the game, not to make money, I guess. Yeah. They were just like, no, nah, I just want a cool place for people to hang out. We're gonna have $5 beers and burgers. People are like, yo, we are losing money on this. Ah, whatever. Costco loses money on the rotisserie chicken. So it's the same for us. Like, no, no, no. We lose money on everything here. Yeah. Not just, the <laughs> you're, you, you are bad at this. He's like, yeah. yeah, but people love us. So it's fine. Well, and COVID hit and yeah. it was just, I don't think it was an establishment that was able to survive that kind of pandemic. But honestly, if I had all the money in the world, I would buy that place up in a heartbeat and just put it back, put it back as it was. It was a yeah. oh, great establishment. Love you. Miss you. I think this one is difficult. I, I'm not really sure where to lean on this one. Oh, I don't think this one's difficult at all. I think, I wouldn't say I've aged out of the pregame, but the pregame has become, it's completely different. When I was pregaming yeah. in college, it was because I couldn't afford to get drunk at the bar. Sure. So I was getting drunk before I went to the bar, so I could mm. only buy one beer and hang out and just keep the train rolling. Now pregame is like a social event, uh, yeah. and that's fine, but it's kind of lost its pregame. We don't even have to call it a pregame anymore. Like it's See, not the same thing. If I knew that like I was just gonna like go run errands with a homie, right? Like yeah. if, if someone's just like, hey, I'm gonna go to the grocery store, do you wanna come over? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they and I'm like, sure. And I'd still come. But if they're like, hey man, do you wanna come over for a quick pregame? <laughs> if you invite me to a pregame, I want to come to that. Yeah. And then if I get there and you're like, and I'm like, okay, so what are we doing next? You're like, we're going grocery shopping. Dope. All right. <laughs> we pregame like I'm not saying you should pregame everything in Except life. Pregaming errands. I've done that. It's awesome. Yeah. Until you're like, I bought all of it though. Yeah. I did true. buy everything. Don't pregame Costco. No. Don't do five hundred dollars later. Oh my god. I came back with five pairs of pajama pants last time I pregame to Costco. Do not do it. <laughs> I I'm not getting happy hour. That's where I'm at on this. I okay. think a happy hour is great and a surprise happy hour is even better. Well, and happy hour, I love like weekend happy hours. I love when you stumble upon a restaurant or a bar that has an amazing happy hour deal in like the middle of the day or the late afternoon on a Saturday or a Sunday. And suddenly on a weekend when you're expecting to spend more money anyway, and suddenly you hit a deal and it just it just makes it all better. Yeah. And I'm with you, Cody. It turns you into a different person. <laughs> it does. <laughs> all right. So it sounds like we're going to move happy hour on. Yeah. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Okay. Yep. But uh, but I still have to say, I, this was this was a difficult one because of the current- I like what you and your friends, yeah, yeah exactly. I agree. I feel like if that was the norm still, I yeah. would be with you. Because I yeah. I do, like you said, I, when you were talking about like 
just having friends over and just putting like dumb videos on YouTube yep. or like, and just like vibing with that. Yeah. Got a little music in the background. I'm like, that is always a good feeling. Yes. It's just, it's, it, it's not as, as common. I'd be like, right. we're, you know, I'm a happy hour probably like once a week. You yeah. Know? Right. All right. Next up, we have the first drink on vacation going up against shower beer. Now I will say because of another, another one that we're going to talk about in a later bracket, this is, you have touched down. Yeah. You are at wherever the vacation is. You are there Like now. this is not the airport. This drink. is not the airport. This yeah. is not the plane. This, this is, is the, this is the first Mai Tai in Mexico. This yes. is, this yes. is the yes. first hurricane in New Orleans. Exactly. 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 So you, you said you had, you wanted to yeah. savor this. So what is you about the first drink on vacation? Um, Okay, so this was something that I even had to learn to decipher between like the airport beverage versus the first drink on vacation. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to use this very specific example, so bear with me. When I studied abroad in Ireland, there, there was a group of us and we were on two different flights and one of them had a direct flight. We were on a flight that flew from here to Boston, Boston to London, London to Belfast. And we flew to Boston and then from our boss, our flight to Boston, from Boston to London was an international flight. So on international flights on Delta, your drinks are free. And so a few of us were having drinks on the plane, but I always fall asleep on planes. So I didn't even think about it as like having a drink. I was just, I thought about it as I'm having this drink and it's going to put me to sleep so I can <laughs> sleep for the, for the plane ride. We, t we touched down in London. We were at Heath throw and it was seven in the morning and we were exhausted but the first but we were like we have to find a bar we <laughs> have to we have to so we found a bar to like grab something to drink but while we were waiting for our connecting flight we had our first like english beer <laughs> then we flew to belfast we had kind of our orientation a bunch of people were jet lagged and didn't want to go out, but there are a few of us that were like, no, we're going out. Mm -hmm. We're going out. Even if it's just for a drink or two, we're going out. We're finding a pub that we can walk to and we're getting a drink. And so we all showered. We got ready. We went to a pub that was around the corner and it was a nice day. So we were sitting outside. We all had our Guinness or our harp or whatever. And beer there is very strong. <laughs> And after one or two, we didn't even notice we were sleeping anymore. And it turned into just this amazing night. And so the reason I'm telling the story is because I thought in my mind, the first drink we had on that trip was in Heathrow. Sure. That was our first drink of Ireland. But not only were we not in Ireland, but B, when we finally got together as a group and went to the first pub, mm -hmm. had our first Guinness, that hit so much yeah. so differently so differently. It was not only our first pub experience. First of all, watching them pour Guinness for the first time is one of the most beautiful things you will ever witness in the <laughs> entire world. But it was this, oh, we're in Ireland. We're in a pub that we just found on our street. This is our first drink together as a group. Mm -hmm. We have this whole program that we're going through together. We're going to be together for a long time. It just, it hits differently. It's, it hits harder. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, as beautiful as that story is too, it even hits differently. Like when we landed in Miami and we got to the Airbnb and me and Nick clinked our first Coronas together. That's it's what like, I'm saying. This is it. Like we yeah. are, vacate, I'm a different person. This yeah. bracket's the, changing me. Yes. Yeah. The stress, <laughs> like whatever, no matter how prepared you are for, for travel, it's just yeah. always, it's just, it's just travel. There's stress. Yeah. This is you officially declaring we're done with stress. Yep. Stress has yep. left the room. Yep. It has left the chat. We're here to have a good time. And this is how we're going to get started with it. I, I I don't think I can say a bad thing about the first drink on vacation. Mm -hmm. But what I, I just, that shower beer, the, the first time, because I remember hearing about this thing. You know, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're in college or, or whatever. And someone is like, oh yeah, I'm going to have a shower beer. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. And like, oh, you've never had a 
beer in the shower. And then, but the way it's described to you, it sounds like someone's going to pour beer on you. So it's, <laughs> right. It's, yeah. Yeah. You're like, wait, I don't like, I don't want to do that. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Then you just kind of like have that first experience where you, you grab a beer. You're like, all right, well, I guess I'll give this a shot. And then you have the warm water pouring on you. You crack it, pour some cold beer down your, th- and it's just like, it's a revelation. Yeah. And it's, here, and I think here's what we can do. We can agree that first string of vacation is probably going to win this and go on to the next round, but we can eulogize a shower beer. I, <laughs> I know, I know. And I can't, there is a part of me that wants to like really push the idea of like the simple pleasure, right? We can, we're not all going to go on vacation. What? Yeah. How many vacations you got in a year? Two, three, right? I'm saying, but shower beer, I can have that moment of bliss, that quick experience of just this feel, Every everything just feels nice. And for one moment, whatever else is going on in my world, like the steam, it's just rising away. And here I am my cold beer, my warm shower, and just existing for just a little bit. And I think that's just beautiful. I love, I just like, it's nice. Especially after like a physical activity. I do all the yard work, like spring's coming. I'm going to have garden days. I'm going to be out there for hours doing garden stuff. I'm going to come in dirty, sweaty, nasty. My wife's going to love it. I'm going to get in the shower. I was going to say, is this like, are you, are you appeasing your wife right now? (laughs) Hell yeah. She knows. I know she's, she's listening at work right now, nodding her head. I know how this works. But then when that hot water hits me and I crack open, my preferred shower drink is a grain belt, by the way. I don't know what you guys do. I like a light, I like a light beer. Yeah. I keep it. I keep it pretty light. I feel like you can't, it's not like you can walk into the, into a shower with a Guinness. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Just crack a border in there. You're like, get the fuck out of here. Who are you? Hey, hey, come on now. This is for crispy boys. Yeah, exactly. You're going to mix it, open a Guinness in the shower and I'm going to pull the curtain and take it from him. Like, no, he's like, (laughs) no, you're doing it wrong. I also like that shower beer feels like a wisdom that you get to pass down. Like it's this Mm. thing that like, as you tell someone like every, you, like I said, it's bestowed upon you. Mm -hmm. And then the ancient, then you take the, the ancient, ancient knowledge <laughs> and you give it then to the next person. You know, you then look for someone else to bring into their life. I mean, as much as I love it, well, I don't know if we can really. Well, we're. Well, I, mean, I think it's got to be vacation. Yeah, I mean, we're we're essentially comparing apples and oranges, in my opinion, because the shower beer can be anytime, anywhere. Well, not anywhere, but in a shower. You know, anyone can experience the shower beer. It can be special no matter what, or it can just be something that is you're winding down from the end of the day or whatever it is. But the first drink on vacation is just, it's, it's, it's incredibly special and it doesn't happen very often. So it's, it's, it's difficult to compare the two, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. because is it more welcome to the show Welcome to the show? (laughs) And that's what we do here. (laughs) But but see, this is, this is where I'm at. So we talked about this already before we even started recording is that I haven't done a shower beer pretty much since college because I don't, I don't, I don't drink beer as much as I used to. I don't even really keep beer in the house. The only time that we have beer in the house is if I buy it for someone else or someone else brings it. If I'm looking to have a drink at my home casually, it's 99% of the time I'm pouring myself a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. You can't have a glass of wine in the shower. No, you no. want to know why? <laughs> yeah. Because the glass is open yep. and it fills with your shower water yeah. and and I, the act of like pouring yeah. like a tumbler, like yeah. we all, I, we, we all hear you. We know that you can pour <laughs> it into a glass with a lid. Yes. That's not the that's point. Not the and point. you know, it's not the point. Here, not- is this anything? Is this anything? Bring in the bag. Is that anything? <laughs> oh God. Just pin the bag up yeah. and just, oh, it's shower water. Get I some, also, I know get some of- alien tape, stick yeah. it to the ceiling <laughs> with a thing, and you just, oh. I also, I also feel like people are going to come for me because there are essentially the, the shower caddy things you can like uh, stick to the wall or whatever that have a place for a glass of wine. 
fine. It's an and excellent way to get glass in your shower. Right. And I will argue that, yeah, it's available. It doesn't necessarily mean it's convenient. Right. It also doesn't hit the same because you like with a shower beer, you have this tiny, tiny opening mm-hmm. and you can kind of put it anywhere. But with a glass, you have to step outside of the stream and and sip. And yeah, it's it's not. I mean, I think having a glass of wine, if you're taking a bath, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But in a shower, you just can't you just can't do that. I think also, too, for anyone that's like, we'll just get the suction cup thingy. Here's the thing that this is the this is maybe the only downside to the shower beer or the or shower drink. But like when you the next day open up your shower and just see like a can or two, you're like, that's not my best look. huh? Because also, (laughs) you know that it was just a quick like you said, you may have just gotten done with some chores. You're hot. It just feels nice. But if anyone else were to come into your home that day to take use the bathroom and sees just a can of beer in the shower, you know the next thing they got to do is be like, hey, you good? <laughs> hey, is everything, you doing okay? Uh, like they now yeah. they see you take like a shot or two and they're just like, hey, we don't, we we don't slow down like a little bit. Yeah. Like, we don't have to. Like you now look. And so if you're, and then if you're going through the steps of putting a suction cup to put your one, I'm like, yo, <laughs> that doesn't make you look like good. Doesn't make you look like an adult. It makes it look like you have a problem. Right. So maybe yeah. peel it back. But I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think, agree. I think we got to move on vacation. Yeah. The one time that I had a glass of wine in the shower that in the house that I currently live in, we bought these shelves off of Amazon, you know, for like shampoo and stuff like that, that were designed, you know, to be in the shower. And I realized I could put my glass in one of these shelves while I was showering. But then I was showering and I, you know, I I, I wash I wash my face. I, I have a lot of hair, so it takes me a while to wash my hair. Like hair masks, I like to use like scrubbers and stuff. So I genuinely forgot the wine was even there. <laughs> it's so, the process. Yeah. You're like, oh, wait. Yeah, so I got out of the shower and was getting ready and then realized I had left my glass of wine in the shower and then I kind of didn't want it anymore. Yeah. Because it's like this this glass of wine was just sitting in this hot shower. It's probably filled with my soap. It just yeah. it was not appealing anymore. Not the same. Yeah. And so yeah, I think that and and it's got I a nice it's... Bailey broth in it. You should have got it. Yeah. I don't drink the Bailey broth. The, the, I am the Bailey broth. <laughs> You're the bouillon. <laughs> yeah. The worst. The worst wine. Like if you were to open a vineyard, <laughs> would the... you like a bottle of Bailey's broth? <laughs> oh I don't think that's a vineyard thing. That's not a vineyard drink. That, you don't, don't get how... Bailey broth at a vineyard. You might get it at a brewery, but not a good one. Yeah. Except, okay, but now you've inspired me because there could be Bailey broth. There could be Bailey bath. Yeah. There could be Bailey broth. Yeah. There could be <laughs> Bailey froth. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> and it's all wine that's supposed to be in a shower. Yes. <laughs> all right. So I think I think if I'm hearing yeah, this correctly, vacation. we're going to yeah. move on vacation. Okay. So I think, I think the thing that hits so hard about the vacation beer is that no matter what, nothing has gone wrong yet. Yes. Right? Like it, it is It is the exclamation point to like all of the possibilities that yep. may happen. Because Lord knows at some point on vacation, it's just going to go, something is not going to go exactly the way it's you want it. It's going to go sideways it. somewhere, yeah. It's just part of vacation. But that first one, all you have is just pos- endless possibility in front of you and good times and you're having that drink and you're just like, Yes. Yeah. This is great. When we were just in New Orleans, we, um, you know, we, we got there on Wednesday. And so the tournament was on Saturday. So a lot of people, we went there for Abby's rugby, rugby team. They had a tournament in New Orleans, but I I said, if we're going to go to New Orleans, I want to go for like five days. I want to actually experience it. And so we got there on Wednesday we were the first ones there. So we 
you know, got ready and went out to dinner and then started hitting up all of the the gay bars on Bourbon Street. And it was a Wednesday, so it was a little quieter, which was nice. Also, our Uber driver gave us a thorough, thorough history of Canal Street all the way there. It was fucking phenomenal. We ended up at this little small gay bar that at the time, you know, it was still early. It was like 8.30. So there really wasn't anybody there. But we ended up talking with the bartender for a long time. And... And the thing is, is it was our first drink of the vacation and Abby was actually participating. Mm -hmm. She was actually drinking and the bartender just kept refilling our drinks and wasn't, we were not paying attention. So they never ended. It was a, it was a, it was a never ending drink. We talked for so long about, about, um, about pride, about, about, uh, you know, Mardi Gras, Mm -hmm. about, uh, about so many different things. We were there for hours, just, just chatting with this guy. And we left to go to a different one that had karaoke that I was talking about. We almost like didn't want to leave because we were just enjoying hanging out with this person. It it really was. We we got we we got that we're on vacation. Yeah. And especially when Abby goes and and has a beverage somewhere, I know that we are we are here. <laughs> we are really we are going for it, and we're here to have fun. We're here to like really get away and actually enjoy our vacation. Right. Responsibility because like Abby's a responsible person. Yes. Exactly. So it becomes like now this is this is her way of also showing oh. I don't, I have no responsibility. Yes. Like I like yes. it's, it's, it's everyone is just saying, let's get our hair down and like, let's just enjoy this. Yes. And there's, I, and, and I like to that. It, it really is. It, it is anything, right? Yeah. Like the, there is the problem is though with the vacation beer please. is that it's such a rare thing. You have to chase yes. the dragon. What I'm yeah. saying is happy hour is like micro dosing vacation beers. <laughs> I, I agree. I will also say like, honestly, the amount of times when you go to happy hour, even if it has not been that long since the last time you were at a bar, but you're at happy hour, it does hit differently. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, oh, I didn't realize I wanted this so badly. But the other it's thing- It's like an hour long vacation. You're yeah. just getting in there like, all right, I was gonna, I'm having a couple drinks now. I'm gonna have some apps. I'm just gonna forget all my stress for an hour or two. The other thing with um, vacation, any vacation drink too, is that even if you're a frequent like, oh, let's go to Duluth for a weekend or something like that. Something that's not super difficult to plan, yeah. expensive to do. You're not, you know, you're not traveling out of state. You're not traveling out of the country. You're just kind of getting away for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Even those drinks hit slightly differently. But those are the places where like if if Abby and I go to Duluth or something for a weekend, we might not see her letting her hair down as much. Mm-hmm. So for me, it feels more, it, it definitely, I'm agreeing with you, Cody, on this part where if we go somewhere and it's it's a it's a full on this is vacation. It it there's a there's a a different sense. Yeah. And there's a different feel in in that in that first drink that you that you have. And so, but then happy hour, yeah. It's it's like a it's it's it, this is hard. I think I think for me, I'm vacation. Like I'm just vacation on this because I hear what you're saying about the ability to do happy hour. Yeah. As often as you want, and yeah. and don't get me wrong love love a happy hour that just kind of it but here's my problem is that because i am that person and and once again too i mean we've and we've bounced around in the criteria is wherever we want it to be you know i mean don't get me wrong if i've had a bad day getting to just sit down and have that like first beer but like for me that only really works if i'm going from my office to the bar and the bar is like near if i have to still drive 30 minutes to get to the happy hour i'm already like still stewing in the day and i'm like now i gotta go somewhere well, so that more than likely is a happy hour that was probably planned by your coworkers. that is somewhere that is not convenient for you to actually enjoy it and it's you're going because yeah you could probably use a drink maybe two at most but you still have to drive home 
you probably it's probably somewhere that where their happy hour specials aren't even good or they and end it like they like 30 yeah and you're like D- dude if you end your happy hour this is for all the businesses because we know you're listening if you end your happy hour at any time before six o'clock you it's not then then don't then don't do it don't lie to people because yeah. that feels like you're trying to act like you have a happy hour but who when you're like our happy hours from three to five Who's getting off work? Right. Who are you capturing in this time that's just getting <laughs> off work? Like, how dare you? Just to be like, no, 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 we we have them. We're a bar. Of course we have happy hour. Yeah. That's lying. That's yeah. you're lying to people just to make make yourselves feel yeah. good. No, don't. That's mm-hmm. I would even say, I would even argue seven should be I the, the be cutoff seven. time. Should be four to, four to seven is happy hour. There's um there's a scene in the show, The Newsroom, that's on HBO. And there it's it takes place in DC, and DC is an expensive city. <clears> and uh it's you know, it's a bunch of journalists working in the newsroom, and there's a scene where it's been a long day. Something like horrible has happened. And two of the characters are talking. And one of them is like, we're going to this place for uh, for happy hour. And he was like, it 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 ends in like 15 minutes. And she said, oh, we sent all the interns right when happy hour started. <laughs> they ordered two of everything. So we're set. Oh, uh, that's the move. Okay. I got interns. That's we why can, right. that's why friendly competition needs to get interns. We do need yes. <laughs> we're we'll get the application up for yeah. uh, for friendly comp interns. Get interns. Okay. Well, I'm locking in happy hour. I think because here's it's my other thing with wait, happy hour. Tony, you're still happy hour. I'm still happy vacation? hour just because okay. the vacation dragon is it's it's great. It's would I argue that it's better than happy hour probably, but happy hour is quality and quantity combined. Cody, on this on this level, I mean, maybe you'll agree with this and it doesn't change your mind, but I'm saying there is not a drink. I don't care what my day at work has been like. No drink hits harder than that first drink at vacation. There's no, there's no, it doesn't matter what happened. I could have gotten a promotion and now I'm going out to celebrate and I'm going to have like my favorite beer and I'm about to really enjoy this. Not, it still is not the same as clinking those Coronas with you and saying it let's fucking go. I completely agree. I'm saying the vacation one does hit harder, but the happy hour is more attainable. It is That's fair. I, I can respect that. I violently disagree with you. I think, but, I think, but this is the conundrum we've had for most of these so far is that are we valuing the fact that the vacation drink hits harder because of what it represents? Or are we arguing that happy hour hits harder because it's so readily available? Now, I will argue that I'm leaning towards vacation. I'm very torn though, because I'm with you, Cody. I turn into a different person when I hit happy hour, but those bad happy hours, they stick with you. Well, and then there's the happy hour. I think for me, and this is, and I know this is like, I don't know if this is everyone else's problem, but like, because, and we've talked about this, the happy hour that extends into the night. Yeah. And like the amount of times I've had to text <laughs> Kellyanne and be like, <laughs> um, so I know I said we were just going to do like one, but um, the apps haven't come out yet. Yeah. So it's probably going to be like another hour, an hour later. So <laughs> just kind of, uh, just uh, we're winding down. It's winding down. I'll be there soon. Hour later. Yep. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad. Then that's the, I'm sorry. It's, yeah. it's now eight o'clock. Yeah. And she's like, you were going to make dinner. Yeah. What the fuck happened? And I, you're just like plenty of times. I did a bad, I, I'm, did, a bad. I did a bad. I was so bad. The happy hour. And so it just becomes like, Happy hour has to, like, I have to, like, control yeah. myself and be like, this has got to be, you got to plan to get out of there. Because if you don't and everyone's vibing, there's yeah. no, because even though you're having a good time, there's no, I don't think there's anything you can tell your spouse 
yeah. to explain why it's like, no, the it's just a great vibe. Yeah. The vibe. It's like you couldn't walk out on this vibe. Right. We were having a great, we were chatting about work and life and every it was so good. It's like, dude, I don't care because you said you were making dinner. Yeah. And I'm sitting here wondering <laughs> if I'm gonna get dinner. So and I'm just stuck in this litmus of right. like, what do I do? Because you said you were gonna come home. Yeah. And, and so I didn't make plans with anyone else yep. to see anyone else. So I'm just here. And you're like, yeah, I fucked up. Like, <laughs> I just like, yeah, like, you have to admit that and own that. And so that for me is where I'm like, yo, happy hour just gets too dangerous if it's if yep. it's too. All right. Well, it sounds like you're a coward. I'm going to lock in vacation beer. I am locking in vacation. <laughs> I already said, yeah, I'm, I'm locking in that first vacation. Well, I'm I'm with you. You and I are very similar people, Nick. So I I will tell Abby all the time. We're just going to go to happy hour. Just we're just going to, we're just going to have a couple drinks. Four hours later, suddenly I'm like, I'm leaving my car here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, and it's never intentional. It's just, yeah, you're vibing. Like you're feeling it. And suddenly it's, it's, been three hours and you weren't even paying attention and this person is has you know taken out the trash and watched the dog and done all the laundry yeah. and and you're just a piece of shit yeah <laughs> but the other thing you can't that, get in trouble for vacation drinks yeah. you can get in trouble for happy hour drinks. the other thing too is that when i was working at one of my first marketing agencies on fridays we would have beer 30 we would have we always had drinks in the office <laughs> and ultimately that would often lead to us going somewhere together then being like oh we're hungry so we would go get yeah. food and then it, and suddenly it's 2 a.m yeah and we've been drinking since 3 30 i always thought that'd be a cool thing if my office had like gave, like hey you guys like be responsible but we have a keg in the office like yeah. you can do what you want and then but i like that's yeah. exactly what's going to happen to yeah. me is there's not a world where I'm just like casually having one drink and then yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, let's go grab another. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's never. At my last job, my last job had um, had a, an entire fridge that was just like beer and wine. And then they always had a keg. Um, and it was always kind of a thing. Thursday, Fridays, have a drink, maybe two at most. But it, it never got wild, which I yeah. kind of appreciated. It never got wild. But you could always there was always something going on. There was always um, an event happening or people celebrating, you know, a, a client victory, something like that. And so they would always put out the wine and there would always be the keg and having just like a glass of wine at the end of the day at work on a Friday was always very enjoyable. It's like, a, it just sounds like you're just opening the door for, for bad news. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> but it was definitely, I was surrounded by people who, I mean, we were also hybrid. So most people worked from home anyway. Oh, yeah. And also they, uh, they eliminated my position. So I'm not bitter, but, um, <laughs> Bailey, but I'm going to tell you what you're doing right now is what we do <laughs> is that you're scared. You're scared right you're now. Scared. We're so you're just yeah. like, I'm just going to keep going until, until something clicks. You're How scared. You're scared. We've done because uh, we've done this for well almost 400 episodes. I'm we sorry. understand the fear. I'm sorry. I you just, have to make a decision. I think that I think I have to go with vacation. I just have to. There I'm it is. That's totally. fair. I mean, I completely understand, and I agree that it's the better hit. I just it's hard to research mostly. Is that how again, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fair. Actually, let's go plan one. Let's just go. Let's, let's go. go. All right, let's figure I it out. I said I'm not busy next weekend. Well, we have what we do because of walking drink making it in and now vacation. It just sounds like we just need to get down to Vegas. Yeah, that's what yep. I'm, that's what I'll I'm talk hearing. to the wise. We'll text it out. All right. Yep. yep. We'll get it figured out. <laughs> All right. Well, we have vacation beer moving on into the final or vacation drink, whatever. Moving on to the final four. And that is it, folks. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want about your boys, a few things that you can do. As always, share with a friend, tell a friend, wherever you're listening to this, make sure you're subscribing so we show up in your uh, in your feed, as well as giving us those five stars. Absolutely. Follow us on all of our social media accounts, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're just at Friendly Comp Pod. 
Bailey, where can they find you? Where they can see what you're up to? Me? Um, so I am very active on uh, Instagram mainly. You can find me at BaileyMurphy59. That's where I share a lot of my information. I'm on Facebook, but most of my stuff uh, is on Instagram. That's also where you can find a link to my blog. That's where I post about all the shows I'm doing. Um, I uh, always share my friend's podcast information. So yeah, hit me up on there. I hope you like hearing the word fuck a lot because I say it a lot. Hell yeah. <laughs> do you have any shows coming up? I do. Actually, this is super exciting. Uh, St. Patrick's Day is coming up and I am producing a show called Patty's Revenge. It's a concept I came up with a few years ago. Um, I wanted to have an opportunity for people to celebrate St. Patrick's Day that didn't involve going to an overcrowded bar and drinking green beer and doing nothing else. So it's a, it's it started off as a variety show. Now it's kind of mainly just a comedy show. So we're doing um, sketch comedy, um, some improv. We have a couple of people doing stand-up, which one of them is who? Nick himself doing. He's also- um, I'm setting the expectation <laughs> that I'm like, actually I'm doing more of a storytelling. Oh, sorry. It's more of a storyteller. So yeah. It doesn't have to be funny at all. <laughs> just it has to be informative yeah, and tell just, you what I did. Just in case you don't find it funny, it's yeah. a story. But yeah, Nick is involved with them. Super excited about, um, yeah, we're going up on March 17th at the Phoenix Theater. Um, seven o'clock, we're going to have a full bar. We're going to have some music playing. Um, come dress up in your favorite Irish attire or don't dress up at all. I don't fucking care. But yeah, come hit us up and celebrate St. Patrick's Day with us. Awesome. And shout out to Charizard for that intro outro music. You want to hear more of their stuff and over to Bandcamp. Type in Charizard, replace the vowels with sixes. That is going to be it for us, folks. We got a new episode coming out on Monday. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. I'm Bailey Murphy. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.